everyone. This episode is an old one that we never released because we had some technical difficulties. About 48 minutes into the episode, Amanda realizes that the microphones were not plugged in. (laughs) So the audio actually isn't that bad. It's essentially like we're sitting around a computer and the computer is our microphone. So if it helps, you can just imagine that you're in the room with us and our guest. And so maybe this is actually the best episode ever because of that. Also, before we get started, Tee Public is having a flash sale this Wednesday through Friday. All of their classic t-shirts will be $13 and everything else will be up to 35% off. So if you haven't ever gotten any Why Mommy Drinks merch, check out the description of this episode. It will tell you where to go and you can get a sweet discount on your merch. So enjoy this episode in the time machine before we knew what social distancing was in Amanda's kitchen. everybody, welcome to Why Mommy Drives. Why Mommy Drives. beautiful <laughs> opening. It's so nice. This is Betsy Stover. And I'm Amanda Allen. This episode we have writer, uh, podcaster. I forgot to ask you what you wanted to be called. You're an actor? No. No. Okay. <laughs> I have scratched all of that. I have we'll edit this part out. Last season and something. So I guess I am an actor now. What would you like <laughs> me to call you? An actor. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a writer and podcaster. I think that's correct. Oh, I did it. You did it. She's a writer. She's a podcaster. Elizabeth Lane. Thank you for having me. I'm Thanks so for coming excited. back. Oh, mm-hmm. You've been here before, right? I have. Yes, yeah. Yes. I'm so glad Good you're enough. here again. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks. Hey, welcome. Um, so I have three kids. They're all these, and they are eight, <laughs> six, and three. I have three kids. Uh, I have an eight-year-old boy and then twin five-year-old girls. Hey, you did it so smoothly. I mean, it's like I been doing this for two years well you finally not locked it down but usually i can't get it together no. so well, dang i just have to say there's a lot of kids happening yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot yep uh i just have the two just got, the two. Still yeah. a lot of people it feels like a lot um, <laughs> i have a five-year-old daughter mm-hmm. and a three-year-old son oh, oh my god oh we both have three-year-old sons yes Hey. Hey. <laughs> a, a, a novel of information went back and forth between our islands. <laughs> so much understanding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I mean, yeah. Right now, we're with my three-year-old, we're going through a really good phase. Mm. We had some bumpy days in the past. I mean, part of it is that there's a lot of stuff I just roll over on, and I'm like, I guess that's what we do. I guess that's just how it is. <laughs> yeah. I guess we just watch TV all the time, and um, you don't eat lunch, and I just <laughs> let you have what you want all the time, yeah, but then life is pretty rosy. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. Oh, he's like a, oh man, he's a, he's the youngest. He's going to be a horror show. Oh my God. Uh... <laughs> We do what we have to do. Right? Yes. 
We survive. Do what you got to do to get through the day. We're in a good spot, too, and it sounds very similar to your good spot. <laughs> but I mean, it's good. <laughs> they don't call them uh, tiny terrorists for nothing. No. Yeah. Give them what they want, and everything will be fine. You can do it the hard way or the easy way, lady. Yeah. Yeah. I like that you say that like it's a normal thing to hear. Oh, oh the tiny terrorists. <laughs> You're like, they don't call them that for nothing. I'm like, I don't think I've ever heard that. <laughs> You've never heard the that? The voices in my head don't yeah. know. <laughs> it's me all the time. Oh, my gosh. Odie. So, Odie doesn't even eat lunch now. Like, hey, he both has, have Odie's. Oh, look at that. Wait. Is your Otis. Oh, my God. Mine. Oh, my God. That's so nice. Otis was on our short list. Did we? Oh, that's right. Okay. It's And your I have, son is Odie. Yeah. O-D-Y. And, and he's in. Got it. American Odi, uh, Odysseus. Right. So uh, we call him Odysseus. Oh, cool. Which is the Greek pronunciation. I love that. So we, Odi for short. Because it usually goes like this. His name is Odysseus. And people go, uh, what? <laughs> and you, know, you can just call him Odi. <laughs> or we'll be like, oh, it's Greek for um, Odysseus. And then they'll be like, uh, <laughs> now you can call him Odi. <laughs> Yeah. Now that we've walked you through, <laughs> <laughs> we've walked you through the fire twice, and you know what? Here, I hope you enjoyed your tour of three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a weird little test in a name. It's also, uh, you know, yeah. If I if I could probably go back in time, I, I don't. Uh, <laughs> Odie's so cute. Though. Odie is cute. I agree. Thank you. Every now and then, people are like, um, like the dumb dog in Garfield, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Like, that's exactly that's what we mean. That's right. Love that show. I love that dumb dog one night. And it just clicked. <laughs> These are all... That is so funny for so many reasons. <laughs> like, staying up at night watching Garfield. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes to fuck with my husband, if I know he's coming home, I'll be, like, watching something, and then I will put, like, Daniel Tiger on. <laughs> so he walks in, and I'm just sitting there watching Daniel Tiger. That's like, very funny. I used thing. to do it where I would forget. I like yeah. that very much. Yeah, you forget I can't even be bothered, but that's fun. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm alone. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't even. Demon Tigger's the, like, the songs, they just get stuck in your hand. Oh my god. What are those called? Like, they're not called wormhole. Ear, earworms? Yeah. Earworms. Wormholes oh. are different. <laughs> You know, like when you get a wormhole in your head? Yeah. As our whole worms. <laughs> <laughs> don't get whole worms in your head. Don't either. want whole worms. The whole worms. Bruh. Butthole worms. Oh, what? Yeah, that's a whole worm. <laughs> I've been trying to scare my kids with washing their hands by saying they'll get worms in their butts. When you tell them how you, how you find out, you say you have to bend over and... Uh, and spread your you know butt what? cheeks, and I have to stare at it with a flashlight. I haven't told them that, yeah. but I should. Because I don't know if they. That? I feel like it's a monthly occurrence. In my life. <laughs> Are you telling me? <laughs> so far, okay. we have Check not gotten pinworms or lice, but I feel like, well, it's wow. just coming for us. It's just okay. coming. <laughs> Bike riding in LA, like you're gonna get Don't hit do by a car. Thing right now, where you just had a, a total brag and you're trying to walk it back. <laughs> um, not to brag, but no, 
no one in my house, as far as we know, has had worms in their butts or even wondered about it. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys had pinworms? I don't think that we have. Oh. <laughs> but I truly, I think once a month at least, I'm cow? sneaking in there with flashlights. <laughs> yeah. Why? Because they're take, digging around in there? Yeah, or yeah. waking up uncomfortable or itching. And we, <gasps> we have the medication in our home ready to go. Yeah. So that was, I believe, Amanda's advice to have that ready. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Mine's sitting in my Amazon cart, but I haven't pulled the oh, trigger. Pull that trigger. Oh okay. yeah, you're gonna <laughs> want it when you need it. <laughs> also, can now you that we like Yeah, you might. Oh, okay. Um, my one of my first memories is of my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's such a sweet memory. <laughs> Is your mother still with us? No. Well, I hope you spoke about that. <laughs> at her funeral. At her funeral. <laughs> my first memory. Your first memory of my daughter was yeah, I remember it so vividly. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> she was so calm. Tell, I wanna hear <laughs> I wanna hear everything about this memory. I remember having a really itchy butt. <laughs> How old do you think you were? Like three? Uh, four. I uh-huh. think it was four. Uh, and I remember being on her bed, on her floral quilted bedspread, <laughs> doing what I now know to be happy baby pose, but at the time, it was new to me. And I remember her just, like, up in there, like, her face was so close to my butt, and then... And then she leapt back, like because the worm popped out. Because she saw. Oh my god, that's terrifying! Oh, so that must have been. So it's a little <laughs> that must have really resonated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little jolting, and then she—I remember her being like, "Okay, <laughs> everything's fine. I, everything's fine." She's telling herself, "This is exactly how I responded when I saw one oh my kids." But I was like, "Oh no! Oh, you're okay." <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, I remember it. Childhood memory. <laughs> that is terrific. Oh. I think my first memory was when I feel like I was about three or four. Mm-hmm. I just remember waking up from a nap. That's it. That's my first <laughs> That's memory. So sweet. That's a really nice yeah. One. I woke up in, in my room in a nap uh, from a nap. Yeah. What's your first memory? Do you remember? I feel like it's that I walked out of my room, went <laughs> to the TV, and turned on the TV. Mm. That's nice. Wow. Well, look, we all have really <laughs> idyllic childhood first memories. My next memory also. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm imagining all the things I want it to be, but go on, yeah. Um, that my, my parents were having my dad's bosses over. And my mom had put some baby oil on me because I had had a little dry, like on a patch of my skin. And I was also probably around four. And I remember being in their bathroom, maybe it's like full, like floor to ceiling mirrored door things. And covering my entire body in baby oil. <laughs> like wanting to be so shiny. And smell so good. <laughs> and then, 
I put my sticky shirt on over it. Oh, it ruined all your clothes. And I walked out, just slicked head to toe in baby oil. <laughs> Think about that from her mother's point of view. <laughs> oh, I am. Like, how do you get all that baby oil off? And like, oh, no. Oh, no. And then your mom is probably like sweating buckets, trying to make a nice dinner uh, for the bosses coming over, trying to look pretty, trying to be like, this is, these are our children. They're so perfect. I'm not going to listen. Dress me back for this event. <laughs> Shiny. Shiny. <laughs> oh my god. Odie is obsessed with Moana right now. Yeah, it's a good one. We movie. watch it like twice a day. Yeah. It's fucking so nuts. Yeah, but the music is in my head like it's I wake up in the middle of the night and the I have Moana songs in my head. <laughs> and they never go away. Yeah. I love that um Jermaine Clements. Oh, oh yes. so good. It's so good. And the rock is phenomenal. The Rock is great. You're right. I love him. Mm-hmm. My husband the other day was like, act like you're The Rock finding out that you're getting Moana. Oh my gosh. And I love that your husband puts in requests like that. <laughs> you guys are fun. You guys are just hanging out and he's like, okay, got one for you. Hold on. Let me see. Yeah. Let me see. So, all right. I want you to act like you're The Rock. <laughs> we were naked. Oh, yeah. 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 He's got yeah. baby oil. Because he looks hot and has a, you know what I mean? Like, he's, yeah. his voice and his his verbal, his deliver. What are you looking at? What are you doing? <laughs> she starts stuttering, thinking about him. <laughs> I mean, she's working through <laughs> His verbal wit, his loquacious. This is actually what my husband was after, I think, when he asked this question, with what you're doing right now. <laughs> just was like yes and they're like and we want you to sing multiple songs and he's like yes I'll do it you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love Jermaine Clement's song it's like he's David Bowie mm-hmm. as a crab oh, so and it's good. like strangely sexy yeah who knew like I'm <laughs> fucking coconut crab covered in <laughs> Gold jewels be so uh, strangely um, sexual. Mm-hmm. Sensual. Hi, everybody. <laughs> the rock just really threw you off, huh? Should we start recording? 
Oh, so what broke you this week, Betsy? So let's talk about Easter. Um, so first of all, my kids are half Jewish and I really try to like put lip service to that. And I've been trying to do more, you know, like now we do, we celebrate Hanukkah now. Um, in addition to Christmas, I mean, that's the only thing is like, we're just adding things. Mm -hmm. So so, like, one of these days we need to probably add Passover to the mix, um, but, but we haven't because Easter is so fun. <laughs> Passover, by the way, we're also half Jewish. Uh-huh. Um, I was – it's, it's like, the, the thing that you do with the kids is you give them craft projects to celebrate the eight plagues. Like, it's a <laughs> – it's a – yeah. Tough thing to measure up to Easter. <laughs> it's just tough. <laughs> to get them excited. It's like the locusts and, you know. Yeah. It's different. Plus, like, my husband, my husband got, um, like, one of those 23andMe thing done. Uh, uh, he got it, like, free from his old job um, for fun because that's how uh, the internet is. They're like, hey, everybody. Everybody, here's a fucking iWatch and also 23 and me just for fun um but also now you're fired you're laid off um i don't know why we don't have the money uh, okay so anyway um he looked in he did 23 and me and he has like the most it's like he's like 50% greek yeah. and like 50% ashkenazi jew oh wow wow he's, it's amazing like i'm wow. a mutt like i'm all sorts of different stuff as far as i know although i haven't done one of those tests <clears throat> But that also, like, really hit home for me. Like, oh, fuck, man. You're, like, an Ashkenazi Jew, which in my understanding is, like, you are one of those fucking tribes, like, that came from fucking Jerusalem or whatever. Like, you came from Israel, Palestine, uh, and, like, you know. So I feel bad that we don't honor that part of his, of our kids' culture at all. So anyway, it has nothing to do with my story, but that's just part of it. Um, so anyway, so Easter. Um, so I prepared this year. I got stuff ahead of time. Every Things were sent ahead. Oh, but Rex was like, I'm not, I don't think that the Easter Bunny exists. Um, and Ari was like, why is that? And he's like, well, last year... The eggs weren't outside, and then you went outside, and then they were outside. The mm-hmm. eggs were out there. And he was like, oh, huh, okay, interesting. <laughs> so Ari really wanted to hide the eggs out there, like, the night before so that uh, so that it would, like, show that the Easter Bunny had been there and that the Easter Bunny was real. Um, but I didn't want to do that because I know we have, like, possums and raccoons and feral cats and probably all sorts of mice and rats. So I was really nervous that we would wake up and there would just be like melted, eaten, eating treats all over the yard. Plus my fucking kids would get up at like 5 a.m. and just go outside and get all the eggs and then be like, fuck you, little (laughs) brother and everyone else. Uh, We're going to eat all this candy. Um, So anyway, so we didn't, so I I talked him out of that. Um, But yeah, so we we laid out all the baskets. Oh, that was the other thing. So then at like 10 p.m. the night before, I realized, oh shit, we don't have anything for the eggs. So I had to send, or had to go to the store. (laughs) The the filling? Yeah, the Uh, filling for the, uh, 
<laughs> the eggs. So he, uh, so he went into that. Um, so uh, I wake up in the morning and. I think it was Rex came into my room and he was like so fucking amped. Like he was like, <laughs> he was super happy, but also like a cokehead. Like, <laughs> like, it's came to manic. Yeah, it was just like manic, so happy, really intense, just like, like really just like so intense. Um, and because he had had. So much can just candy and sugar, mm-hmm. and wait, uh, he had already found them all. Oh no, no, no! Because uh, we put the baskets out the night before, so he right. had gotten to his basket to open it all up and everything. Oh, so he he had gone down while you were sleeping and opened his baskets. Yeah, they go. You know, the, he had gone down at like five six a.m. Uh, mm-hmm. before we were up, and we had set the baskets out on the table for them to find. Oh, okay. So you are trusting? No, because they would eat all the candy before yeah. I was awake. Oh, I mean that's the whole point, right? Well, I don't know. <laughs> we do it where you wait and you say, "Can we go see? Can we go see?" And then you and then you go together. Oh, nah. I don't think there's a right way. Oh, okay. I yeah, think. I don't know. That's what we do. When I was a kid, I don't know how my parents managed this. Although part of it was that I was never, I never believed in anything magical. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think my, my dad would like hide it and then he would be like uh uh warmer, colder. Yeah. Um and that was always fun. Yeah, we did that with the eggs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh just real fast, sorry. Yeah. The Easter bunny at my house left a trail of jelly beans from my door to where the basket was hidden. Oh. But we did have to wait. We had to wait to do the jelly beans. Oh, that was when you were a kid? Yeah. Oh, my God, that's so cute. (laughs) No. no. (laughs) I was, like, so impressed. I was like, wow, you do that at your house? Your older now. (laughs) (laughs) You're lucky if he shows up. (laughs) Come here. We just got money in those eggs. (laughs) Here's some lint. (laughs) So so I was woken up by this delightful uh, crackhead um, and was like, and the Easter Bunny is real. And I was like, what? Oh, and I guess oh. my husband, somehow he had gone out and hidden the bunch of eggs <laughs> without them knowing. Oh, no. So, so, that is awesome. My eight-year-old was like. Bacon magic right magic. there. That's it really real. Great. Yeah. So he was like so happy. Oh, I love that so much. Because he's so mature in a lot of ways. And, you know, he's in fourth grade. And yeah. He, you know. That's where it's got to be real tough that he's in a grade so far up. Yeah. Because they're, they're older, so they're like, yeah. Right. Yeah, that, exactly. Yeah, that one year makes a big difference, I'm sure. Two years. Yeah, two. two. Yeah. He's oh, had two years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. the fact that this magical thing was, like, intact oh, is, like, I love that. really nice. Sorry, <clears throat> way to go, Ari. He did it. So, yeah. So, but anyway, my kids were, like, super cracked out for just hours <laughs> and hours. And I can't figure it out. We did this sort of on a Halloween also when there's, like, a candy hol- holiday. It's sort of, I sort of am, like, eat all the candy. Like, eat all the candy yep. as much as you can yep. today. Yes. So that we don't have it later. Yep. Yeah. I'd rather deal with the fallout and just have a big shit show today. Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. That's, that's how we are. Good. I mean, yeah. believe that this is... Because then you can start to put it away and hide it and yeah. get rid of it. Yeah. That's bar. Mm-hmm. And they have a big fucking just have... They have ass. Yep. Um, but yeah, so they were all like 
fucking insane. <laughs> Candy wrappers everywhere. At some point, Ari had to go to work. Um, so he had, yeah, it was super fucking stupid. Um, so he had to go to work, and I was like home on a Sunday on yeah. the Lord's Day. <laughs> on the Lord's Day, on the most lordy day of all Lord's days. Yeah, the day he was risen. My husband had to go and and lead his improv students through their graduation recital. Oh, their graduation was on that day. Well, mm-hmm. it sounds like they were rising too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. They were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. They are Christ-like in that way. <laughs> um, so so yeah. So he so he left me with these three crackheads mm-hmm. um, who then like coasted into their crash. <laughs> Uh, and, and I was like trying to just like deal with all the candy and all of the wrappers and all of the baskets and all of that fucking Easter grass, yeah. uh, which is everywhere and everyone's in their pajamas and everyone's just covered in chocolate. And then, um, my, my dad and my stepmom had sent a care package, which was really sweet, but it was full of candy. Um, And it was like, uh, they sent a whole bunch of chocolate, like big chocolate bunnies and eggs full of candy um, and uh, gold coins, which was very exciting. Mm -hmm. So then we could go and hide those. So the Easter egg hunt was like, fucking bananas because everyone had so many eggs but also so much candy yeah. and uh, and they all ended up with a bunch of money um, but then the big boys kept like stealing the three year old's coins like his he had like eleven dollars and then all of a sudden he had like five dollars <clears throat> um, <laughs> so his money keeps kind of going this up one's down bigger than that one how about you give me two of those and I'll give you this one <laughs> Oh, my God. So, yeah. So, so much candy was had. It was insanity. And then at some point we went, um, he came back, and I had to corral everyone into looking nice. And um, I wanted them to look nice for, like, this Easter party that we were going to. And no one has, because we don't go to church or anything, um, so no one has, like, nice clothes, really. Uh, and all I had were these button-down shirts that I had gotten in the fall for our Christmas photos, for the mm-hmm. Christmas cards I never sent out. Um, and, uh, and so I had the big boys put their shirts on, and they were, like, both just, like, busting out. <laughs> like, they, it was just, like, pulling at the buttons. They did not fit. And I was like, wow, wow. Um, so we go to this party. We were supposed to bring stuff. We didn't. <laughs> And it was a party. It was like my friend was co-hosting it, but it was at someone who house someone's house, but I don't know her. Oh. Um, but there was a bounce house, which was amazing. Okay. Um, and Odie went in the bounce house and was just like th- just throwing elbows with kids. <laughs> and um, but then also the big boys would go in there and people would cry. And <laughs> I feel like Odie kept getting hurt. And um, and then. There was an Easter egg hunt, and and uh, so we got a ton of candy. Wow! And then there was a pinata. Oh my gosh! So we had so much candy, mm-hmm. and then we had so much more candy. <laughs> yeah. By the time we left, it was so fucking I've crazy. Decided, I've decided I hate pinatas. Really? Oh, I don't. It's I, like violent. It's well, it's violent. Kids and then, love them. Well, only the kids that are. 
good at getting the candy and they're bigger because like my kids get upset over like oh, no. people rushing like that and they always <laughs> hold back and then they cry because they get like nothing. They don't like that Black Friday Walmart no. rush. No, and it's just like so overstimulating for them. They just like oh like oh no, all of them get like really upset by it and then it's always just like a it's okay. And then we have to like get a mercy lollipop from someone and we're like, thank you. And they're just like, well, I hate this. Where's our goodie bags? And I'm like, those are your goodie bags. Oh shit. Not a pinata fan. My gosh. Can you hear my kids? Oh my gosh. Do you experience stress? I experience stress. Uh, Or maybe you have anxiety or chronic pain or trouble sleeping at least once a week. Um, I'm here to tell you that you are not alone. Many of us do. Personally, I, um, I, everything going on, I can't help but be up all the time and I feel stress and anxiety. You've heard me talk about it on the show. Well, I've been searching for anything that can help, meditation, um, headache relievers. Then I found feels. So what is Feels? Well, it's a premium CBD that's delivered directly to your doorstep. And it uh, it naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, and pain and sleeplessness. So what you do is you take a few drops of Feels under your tongue and feel a difference within minutes. The thing to remember about CBD is that finding the right dose is important and everyone's dose is different. So leave room to experiment, you know, over the course of a week or so. You may need to take more or less to get the effects that you're after. If you're new to CBD, Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide you and help you with your personal experience. And Feels works naturally to help you feel better. There's no high, hangover, or addiction. Join the Feels community to get Feels delivered to your door every month. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel at any time. So Feels has me feeling my best every day and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash WMD and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash WMD to become a member and get 50% off automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash WMD. So Mother's Day is right around the corner and there's a super awesome gift that um, most moms are calling the best gift ever. So it's called a skylight frame. And what it is, is it's a frame that you can put on your wall and it's got matting and everything. It looks very, very nice. But inside, digital photos can be streamed from all over. So think about this. If you give your parent or the kid's grandparents a frame that can be digitally uploaded to all of the photos and all of the memories that are happening right now um, can be immediately transferred to their frame so that it constantly changes and they can constantly see their grandkids um, in real time. So that also means that like your siblings or their friends and family can, uh, they all can then share um, their photos to the frame if they want so that they could say like, Hey, send my, or like my mom loves to go on, big trips and she goes with a group of friends and uh, this is a great gift for her to give to her friends because what they can do then is each one of them can get a frame and when they go on their trip they can all just upload their trip photos to the same link and then they all get access to everyone's photos and it shows up on their wall in their house Um, so it's an awesome frame I totally recommend it. You all know that when it comes to tech, I kind of break down. My mother uh, is very similar in this. Skylight Frames is so easy. It takes under 60 seconds to get it up and going. And once you get it going, we don't have to worry about it anymore. And there's 100% satisfaction guaranteed. So if you don't love your Skylight Frame, they'll offer a full refund. 
Now, as a special offer, you can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter code MOMMY. That's right. To get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame, just go to skylightframe.com and enter code MOMMY. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com. Promo code MOMMY. We are sponsored this week by BetterHelp. We've talked a lot about BetterHelp in the past, and we've also talked about how important it is to take time for yourself as a parent. Put your oxygen mask on before you uh, have to help your kids. So if you feel like you could benefit from talking to someone, BetterHelp may be a great avenue for you to check out. So what is BetterHelp? BetterHelp is a service that helps match you up with a licensed professional counselor specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, family conflicts, grief, um, you name it. There's someone out there who can help you. And BetterHelp wants to help connect you up with the right person. So if at any time you try to – you meet with someone and you don't like them, that's okay. BetterHelp will help you find the right person. It's important uh, to say, though, that this is not a crisis line. If you're experiencing crisis, you should call a crisis line. So BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. And then you can connect in a safe and private online environment. It's super convenient. Um, This is how I see my therapist every week. And we meet online and I speak to her uh, through like FaceTime. And it's amazing. And I need that time. It helps me process my week. And I can't say enough about how important it is for my own self-care. And so if it's something that can help you, um, it's great because BetterHelp is telling our uh, our listeners that if you want to start living a happier and healthier life today, as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash drinks. So you can join over 800,000 people taking charge of their mental health. Again, betterhelp.com slash drinks. Well, so, uh, Amanda. Yes. So, what has broken you? Oh, um. Well, not. I mean. So today was take your kid to work day. Oh yeah. And I. Ari like, was joking about taking our three year old to teach an improv class, <laughs> which would have been a nightmare. Hey, we could probably cool. teach them a few, a few things, right? Because kids aren't they the <laughs> ultimate improviser. <laughs> <laughs> and um. Uh, Wesley is finally old enough that he could come to work because you had to be eight to come to work. And at my job, they do a really cool thing for half the day where they take all the kids that are there around into different, um, like little spaces or, uh, whatever areas of the building that kind of highlight the different ways that people work. It was really cool and it's super interactive and any kid in their right mind would be like, this is absolutely amazing. There's so many adults that would probably be like, this is absolutely amazing. Because it's like a behind-the-scenes special. So fun. Yeah. yeah. Like, really cool. Really cool day. Um, and not only that, but there's like, they were entertaining them, and they're meeting like these amazing people who so work there. Were you part of that, or were you working? I was working. Okay, so he was doing this sort of special thing. Yeah, so that's what they kind of do, is they take them around and do that so that the parents can at least work for most of the day, and that's then smart. then at lunch, you eat lunch with your kid, and if you want, they can stay with you for the rest of the day and huh. see the 
other side, like you doing your job. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So, um, I pick him up. First, when I dropped him off, he, like, was mortified and was doing his thing where he, like, pulls on his shirt and was just like, what is this? Why is he mortified? I think it's, you know, you don't know what they're going to expect of you. So, he wasn't embarrassed. Like, he was, like, scared? He was nervous. Um, He was nervous. Then they put them in age groups, so everybody around him was his age, and he knew some of the people there, so it wasn't that bad, but... He was still just like, oh, what is this? So I pick him up after, and I'm like, how was it, Wes? And he was like, it was fun-ish. And I was just like, oh, okay. Well, isn't this the best place in the world? I mean, I work at the best place in the world. And he was like, yeah-ish. And he kept saying, ish. And I was just like, okay, well, let's go get pizza. And so we get pizza. We have a great lunch. Did you eat in the cafeteria at work? Yes. With some of the other kids. Is that impressive? Because I bet you can get so many things there. Ish. They, ish. they had a Sprite, so he was excited about that. But he was so, like, too cool. Mm, so cool. Ew. And we sat with some other kids, and there was this really cute, funny kid who was just like, Hi, everybody, my name's Sam! You know, and he was, like, introducing himself to everybody and, like, super extroverted and sweet. And then people would all be like, hi, and who are you? And every time Wes was just like, don't talk to me. Like he was totally, literally said, don't talk to me. No, he would do it with his body and he would just kind of not respond. Like at one point, someone came by and was like, you know, your mom's real cool. And he was like, I know. And then at another point we were leaving, I was like, okay. And they were like, bye, Wes. And he was like, okay. Like he was like throwing two to everyone. Like I'm like. So cool, and I can't even. At one point, people were coming in my office to say hi to him, and he was like, can you shut the door? I don't want to talk to people. Wow. So, how does that make That's going to carry him really far. <laughs> I honestly, I know it's like, it wasn't great, but I'm like, this kid is going places. <laughs> in my mind, actually, for the opposite, I was like, oh, he's so, like, introverted and so scared that he like pushes everyone away. Mm. Yeah, I mean that could it's probably <laughs> But you know, there's there those people though that are just like oh, were you legitimately thinking that was like a yeah. something that would work for him? Maybe. But I also assume it's just a, a phase and yeah. something yeah. through. It is, yeah. He's just trying to figure out how to get through, like, how to manage who is he in public spaces where he doesn't have, like, his best friend or somebody guiding him and yeah. that. So he turned into cool. I'm just, everything, I'm too cool for all this. This is crazy. In my experience, eight has been a very sassy age. Yeah. Ish. Mm. Well, then I was like, well, did you have fun? And we were all sitting around and... They're like, oh, yeah, whatever. The VR thing you showed us was okay. That was pretty cool. Like, they they got to do some wow, really awesome, awesome stuff. Very cool. Um, and then he was like, you know, you work in a pretty cool place. Last year I went with Dad, and Dad has a McDonald's in his building. <laughs> it's hard to compete. I have to say, it's hard. It's like, it's like Passover and Easter. It's hard to compete. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Clearly, I um, Passover and the, uh, you know, I there's a feast, the work, the yeah. everything that goes into it. You're and the chosen like, people. Where's my chocolate bunny? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, it was so. It was. It was so. Like I keep saying them. Like, did you have fun? He's like, yeah. You know, like he totally is just That's like so disappointing. Uh, yeah. Did it embar- Did you feel embarrassed? Because I was asking. Because I think I would have felt embarrassed. 
because you, you're so excited for everyone to meet your kid. Yeah. And you're so excited for your kid to be like, wow, you work in a cool place. And then for him to not. It was it was strange because I also don't want to shame him for being nervous. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So there was like a, I couldn't, there was like when he didn't say, when he said okay, when they said bye to him, I was like, no, sir. When people talk to you and they say goodbye, you respond back with goodbye. Thank <clears throat> you. Good to see you. Yeah. You don't say okay. So there was like a fine line between where I was like. Oh, I have to work on parenting him and teaching him about social boundaries and so, like, what's acceptable and not and being a kind gentleman, which is weird because I've never had to do that. He, like, basically started talking and was like, thank you very much. I love your hair. And, like, you walk away and you're like, oh, my God, he's the nicest kid anyone's ever met. So for him to kind of take a sharp right turn and be like, yeah, I know. Like, it's just like, oh, we're oh, learning wow. that that's okay. School okay. peers. Yeah. yeah. Trying it like, on for size, I bet. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what does this... Yeah, because it's like, I don't, we don't talk to people that way. So I know you're not saying, although now watch, I'm going to be somewhere and they're going to be like this. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Sure. Uh, I know. I don't got time for you. Oh, you look nice today, Amanda. Okay. (laughs) It was just, it's just more of like a, he's entitled to feel that. I think he did enjoy it immensely. I think the nerves were more worrisome to him in it. Um, and so he had to kind of be like, uh, you know, it is what it is. It's just more of uh, he's changing. I'm not used to working with him in that way. Yeah. And so it it was it was odd. Yeah. And then I remember going to work with my dad, <coughs> and like I loved it. He kept being like, "Can I just use your phone? Can I just like sit in your room and watch a show or something?" And I was like, "The point is, you're supposed to see what I'm doing at my job. Right. You're supposed to learn about what people do in their jobs." And he was like, "Well, okay, maybe you should go home because then I could play the switch." And I'm like, "You can't. It's during the week." And he's just like, "Oh, you think so? Though it's a special day." And it was just like, "Oh boy," he was totally kind of, mm, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, you know. I expect more out of you. And mm-hmm. that was that was tough. And then I was like, oh, do, do I have, like, that mean jerky kid? Because, like, mm. sweet, sweet Sam was just like, oh, hey, come on, sit next to me. And then Sam's like, going to have one of these days. Just you wait. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. Yeah. How old is Sam? Same age. Oh. <laughs> but, no, you're right. No, he will. Wait, all of us do, right? We all have yeah. these moments where we figure it out. I, I think it's especially hard when it's, like, a spe- it is a special day, and there's, like, this added, like, oh, yeah. this is going to be, I always, I feel like one of my kids always is like, no, <laughs> this is not going to be <laughs> you have Right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, yes. Anytime there's something where you're like, this is going to be great, they're like, no, it's not going to be. It's going to be far from great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's where I'm at right now. So, like, it was good. I'm glad he got to do it. Um, I think he'll probably be like, one of my first memories was this amazing, wonderful day when I was at my mom's work. And I'll be like, that's not how it was at all. But, uh, yeah. And she looked in my butthole. Yeah. <laughs> what a memory. <laughs> I hope his first memories aren't when he's eight. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy, I blacked all that out. So, yeah, that's for me. 
it's a hard balance between giving your kids everything that you want to give them and have having them have like a beautiful childhood and having everything that you want to give them but then also the sort of I, I can speak from my own experience, the sort of ungratefulness that mm-hmm. accompanies it a lot. That's it's it. really hard. It's hard. I was I was just thinking about this. I was such an ungrateful. <laughs> there is nothing my parents could have done to teach me. Not that I was ungrateful, but I just took everything for granted more. Oh, like, sure. Everything coming my way, the trips they took me on. Now as a parent, I'm thinking about <laughs> wanting to go on trips. They took us on amazing trips that they saved up for. It was a special, you know, it was a huge thing. Mm-hmm. And I took it all for granted. And there's nothing at that age that they could have done that would have made me value what they put into doing it. Right. Right. But I also... I had my first job when I was 15. It's not like I was a total spoiled yep. jerk who, you know, ex- expected everything. But I just think it's really, I was thinking about it with my kids. How do I instill in them a sense of gratitude, gratitude and understanding? Like, and I, I don't know if, if anyone has the answer. Yeah. I'd love to know. I also think as a mom, <laughs> I, I, I find more and more just every, so not just that so much of what I do for my kids. Um, what did you say? It was like, uh, they just, take it for it, yeah, they take it for granted. But then also like we take it for granted that mom, mom is going to pick up these dirty pajamas off the floor. I'm not going to put them in the hamper. Like they just take that for granted or like, um, you know, uh, mom is going to make sure that there are snacks, you know, mm-hmm. but so much of what we do is like invisible, especially mm-hmm. as moms. I feel like so, so even on, on Easter when every, the shit sort of hit the fan at some point and my son was being really sassy to me and he, and I was like, I've done so much for you. All I want from you is just for you to be respectful to me. Please be respectful you know, don't be disrespectful and rude. And he's like, you don't do anything for me. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like I gave birth to you. I, I give, I provide you with all the things that you need. And he's like, so what? Like, um, and I, and I wanted to scream like, I, I'm the fucking Easter bunny. <laughs> right. Yeah, no yeah. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's tough. Mm-hmm. Would you say that to Santa? Yeah. Would you? Because you are. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Don't lay on me. Walk out of the room. I just ruined your childhood. (laughs) I wasn't gonna, but now I am. (laughs) It's so evil. (laughs) Oh, man. That's good. So, tell us. Yes. What... What has broken you? What okay. has driven you to drink? I have two. I have, I have I my main it. one, and I have an intro. I love it. <laughs> tough, tough call this week. Guys. <laughs> to pick one was really cool. <laughs> uh, so the first one was I took both kids to the Americana to get my son some shoes. Uh-oh, the Americana. And shoe shopping. Oh, too frequent. Uh, I don't know what the <laughs> thinking. I have no idea. It was one of those delusional things where I was like, I got it. <laughs> so we get there, we have to park on the like fourth floor of the parking lot. My son has, it, it will pass. He goes through these phases of various phobias. Mm-hmm. 
in that moment of time after we parked, he decided, or he didn't decide, one came to him, which was a phobia of elevators. Was this the first time it had... Not totally, but uh-huh. kind of. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I guess in hindsight I could have seen it coming, but this was the first time it was, like, legit. And to his credit, I mean, it is legitimate. Like That's good. I mean, well, it's not good. It's not like, good, but it's not like he's He's not like, I can't run. I'm afraid of elevators. No, he's terrified with the fear of um, everything. Yeah. My daughter, who is five, can't do escalators to the degree she wants to try it. But, like, we've had a couple of scary moments with it because... Escalators are scary. I was going to say, I'm scared, scared of escalators. Uh, I've seen some videos oh. of people getting eaten by escalators. Yeah. 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 I, so I... It's legit. It's... It's a... It's... it's I get it. So... My son uh, basically lost his mind when it was like, we're going in the elevator. And then I was like, I can't be carrying him and trust my daughter to do the escalate. It's just, oh God. So I felt stuck. And I should have listened to the voice that said, go get back in the car. This isn't going <laughs> right. to But I was determined to make my life a living hell. <laughs> Who are you? Me? <laughs> go, we go. You should have listened to the Amanda. I, I know. Well, now I have names for those voices. Yeah. yeah. So I listened to Betsy. I got in the elevator. <laughs> Otis is screaming. And he oh, also, God. like, his body, I mean, he's he's three. He's, like, long. He he goes boneless, like, so oh, quickly. Yeah. And other people are coming on the elevator, and he was screaming at them to get off. Like, and in, in a way that was alarming to people. Of course. Like, and I was like, sorry. And everyone there at this elevator was like, it's fine. And then... Can I ask you a question? Does sure. he look like you? Yeah. Okay, well, that's that's good. Why? Because if you were a kid, if he was no, like... looks like I've stolen, stolen a child. Yeah. yeah. He does. He does. I feel, <laughs> whenever, whenever I'm with one of my kids, if I'm with... Uh, yeah, like, and, and they're crying, I think, like, I, I I think I look enough like them. Oh, yes. That, that yeah, people yeah, yeah. will know. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah, so there they're, must like, be challenging when you have... <laughs> They're like mini versions of you. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. But I, was, I, I imagine that might be a challenge when you have children who don't look like you. Yeah. That, that you, I wonder if you're but ever like, oh, man. Like, it's not mine. Right. <laughs> this jerk. <laughs> so anyway, then we I'm, I'm taking this kid back. Yeah. We get off. I'm like, I am able to calm him down. We proceed to Nordstrom's where we're faced with the same challenge because no. the kids shoes are in the circle again oh, no. I have Betsy and Amanda in my head and again I choose Betsy so again it's the screaming I mean everyone in Nordstrom's was like looking over to see what the fuck is happening to this kid we get up we go to shoe shopping of course of course there's no hope we try on, then my daughter's like, I want to try on, she's just like oblivious. She's like, I want to try on every sparkling pair there is, you know, whatever. So she yep. tries on 17 pairs. Otis refuses to try on any. He's the one who needs shoes. Oh, no. Um, then it's over. He's it's horrible. And we go to check out and buy Teddy her two pairs of shoes. She doesn't need them. And. There are like candies at the checkout that you can buy, and they're huge. And yes, Otis wants those. Why and at a department store? Yes, and they're, they're, are they like the sweet Melissa or the yes, the, the gummy? Yes. Like what? What I, is it? What is it? Not sweet Melissa's shoes, but I know what you're talking about. It's though. like a gummy. Um, 
what's that called? A shish kebab. Yeah. <laughs> a gummy, a shish, gummy yeah, shish kebab? And Otis wants that. He's losing his mind. Again, the elevator. At this point, I'm just like, I don't care. Then I remember. And so Teddy, Otis has been having a lot of these moments. And Teddy, my sweet daughter, is so amazing and so patient. And she looks up at me when we're walking out. He's calmed down again. She goes, Mommy, you said we could get ice cream. And I was like, oh, right. There's Whoa. like a Haagen-Dazs thing right there. So yeah. I'm like, all right, fine. We're getting ice cream. I get them both ice cream. At this point, Otis <sighs> just needs something to lose it over. Uh, he gets his ice cream cone isn't right cup's not right whatever he loses it and he loses it in a way that's like he's gone it's like a 30 minute so worse than before worse than before I can't I'm trying to deal with 30 minutes too yeah I can't carry him uh, because because he is flailing flailing yeah I can't safely, I can't, I literally was like, I'm stuck and I can't do anything. I have to write it out. People were looking at me. I mean, many people with compassion, but many with like, what's wrong with this? What's wrong? And my, what's wrong in a, yeah. Why is that kid okay? Oh, taking care of him. Is that kid okay? Like all of this stuff where I'm just like, I'm doing the best I can. Um, and Teddy, my daughter, in the midst of this, looks up and she goes, Mama, are you struggling? <gasps> oh, my God. that's when I start crying. Oh. oh. So my poor five-year-old is left with her brother, who's like a puddle. <laughs> <laughs> the mom uh. is sitting there just weeping. Oh, my oh, no. God. It was... It was a doozy. I think this was the worst, like, out in the world, like, situation I've had with my kids to date. Oh, my. Yeah. That's. What a blessing, though, that your daughter, like, sees you. Oh, my God. She's, She's too good. In fact, we're, like, trying to. I tell her, like, you don't always have to, you know, she's always, like. The caretaker. Yeah. Okay, so the other one... Wait a second. Just, I want to unpack that just for a second. Sure. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry that happened to you. Oh, thank you. The, yeah. the fact that your daughter sees you... Yeah. ...and was like, you're struggling. Did anyone come up to you when any of this was happening? That's no. fucked up. You know, I was thinking about that, too, because I, I was thinking, you know, if I were in that situation... Yeah. But I think it was so crazy that I feel like someone who cared enough to come up to me would have been like, this is just adding no, to that, yeah. you know, like right. she's working through whatever this is. This kid at this point, like Otis just had to get through it. it there was no stopping the train. He just had to work through whatever it was. And was there anything, though? Was there anything that anyone could have done or offered you in hindsight that would have helped? Just honestly, the like looks of kindness right. to balance out the looks of like what the fuck. Yeah, that's <laughs> those really bothered me. Yeah. I, I was just like, you know, but the truth is, ten years ago, I might have been that person. Like, why is that oh. woman not like pick up that baby? You yeah, know, totally. And and uh, well, that's what we all do, right? Like, we all go like, oh, come on, and then no matter, then you end up being that person, right? And I do want to say because I just said pick up that baby, Otis 
gets to a place where sensory input makes things worse. And I just have to not touch hands off. I mean, if we were home, this is a point where I would like dark room, you know, just be there with him, but not, you know, giving more input. So it's tricky when you're like out in the world at the Americana places. Oh my God. People everywhere and there's music and fountains and yeah, yeah, it was just too much. And, and it was a good lesson for me. I now know to listen to my Amanda. (laughs) 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 I'm going to, but also knowing his, his boundaries, like knowing that, you know, I had several stops along the way where I could have, said this isn't going to work for us and yeah. I was just stubbornly charging ahead and oh it, it wasn't it wasn't good so that is a frequent refrain on this show right yeah from like all of us and our guests mm-hmm. <laughs> not you so much but me and a lot of our guests <laughs> yeah no I, when I don't listen to it I usually get that's when I get hit yeah, yeah and normally I mean in our family we kind of have a, a one thing a weekend thing like yeah. one like birthday party one but no more no more That's like smart. there's only one thing that we go out in the world to do per weekend and i i like know this so yeah. oh anyway pushing it it's pushing it the other one which is quicker but i think very important to talk about uh is that my daughter who's five uh <sighs> told me that she thinks she was like, I think when I grow up, I'm going to have a skinny body. Like, and she said one of her teacher's names. Hmm. I just also want to preface this with, I've been very disappointed in being at birthday parties where moms are talking about their diets and how much weight they've lost or complimenting each other on like, you look like you've lost weight and stuff like little comments, but also like big, long conversations where I'm like, we are around impressionable five-year-old girls, especially, but all kids. It's been a huge disappointment to me. Yeah. Um, but also indicative of how like pervasive this is in our culture. Oh yeah. And so, uh, my darling daughter who is so thoughtful and amazing and sensitive was like, I think I'm going to have a skinny body, like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Oh, (laughs) you know, you might. And I said, but you might also have a body like mommy's because you came from, you know, you came from mommy and we have similar bodies and I have body like my parents or blah, blah, blah. The look on her face (gasps) when you, when I said, Broke when I laid it broke her. her broke the news is correct <laughs> when I when I broke the devastating news oh, to her no she's so sensitive and loving that she knew not to verbally <laughs> express her disappointment she said oh okay but the look on her face was as though I had just ruined her life I mean and then I felt bad and I was like but you know, whatever body you have is going to be the right body for you. And it's beautiful inside and out. And I love that. You yeah. have legs that help you run and jump. And, you know, I then went into the whole thing to the point where I hear, I hear a voice going like, okay, pump the brakes. Oh my like, God. Right. <laughs> but that was just, it was a real, and I, I don't take it personally. I'm like, I have 
well, not really. I want to say I'm in a very comfortable place with my body. (laughs) The truth is that's not true, but (laughs) I want to be, and I suspect I would be had the same shit not been bumped into my life. Yeah. From such an Mm -hmm. early age. So, uh, it's just a, it's a weird, tricky thing to navigate. And, and I think about my mom who was so incredible and was so beautiful and I loved her so much. And she was always on a diet, was always talking about how Mm -hmm. terrible she felt about her body. Mm -hmm. Her mom put her on a diet when she was four. (gasps) Uh, so, whoa, you know, it's, it's been so ingrained in me and I want to do right by my kids, particularly Mm -hmm. my daughter. And it's just a bummer that I'm already at five worrying about this. Like the message that a skinny body is better Mm -hmm. has already landed. Mm -hmm. That's a bummer. Oh man. My mom was like that too, Elizabeth. <sighs> always on a diet, yeah. always talking about how fat she was, her thunder thighs, how mm. she didn't, you know, like the way that she looked, which is tough when you look like her, you know? Oh yeah. So that's why to me, like that's why it's so important as a mom to not badmouth the way that I look because my kids look like me. <laughs> I I have to say I never have. I think I've been so conscientious Same, of yeah. that and I've I'm never talked about, about it. I mean, I haven't been on a diet since they've been born, but like I've never restricted food or talked about yeah. like, let's be naughty or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, I have candy next to my bed. <laughs> there you go. And I, and I, I talk like, about how sexy I am all the time. I feel so. like I've been whatever, I'm like... I'm totally kidding. Well, that's something I need to do too. Wow. I feel like this episode, I've been talking a lot about like kids looking like you and giving birth. I feel like I'm being whatever the like bio kid version of heteronormative is. I don't know what the... Do you know what I mean? Like I, re- I want to recognize that we have a lot of people listening who have uh, step kids, bonus kids, and kids who are oh. adopted or kids who uh, through a surrogate. And I want to make sure that, you know, I see you and I want to make sure that oh, that's nice. I, y- that you feel include like this is about you too. Yes. Um, even though I'm, I'm realizing I'm using a lot of language that is not very inclusive. Um, my son, I have one of my sons who's always been big like mm-hmm. he was my biggest from birth he's he has the heaviest bones mm-hmm. he's just he's oh even when he was in utero they were like wow that's a big tummy mm-hmm. um <laughs> and like it's like for real his tummy measured big even then and he came out and he's just he's always been a big kid so ever since he was little we would go to the doctor and he would always be like in a high percentile with weight <laughs> And she was always like, cut, cut down snacks. Like, don't give him so many carbs. In like, front of him? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. This is insane. And, but I don't think it's bothered him, but he eats a ton. And I think some of it is just that he's going through a growth spurt. But, mm-hmm. I mean, he is like, he's a chubby little guy. Yeah. Um, but he, I don't know. He loves to eat. <laughs> Honestly. But, I, but wait, really oh, quick. Sorry. So, But we were at like a a party or we were at something like this last weekend and some kid, Oh, it was at baseball and some kid from another team was like, you have a big belly. And he, and he said it in a way that was 
not nice, I guess. And he came to us like crying like that kid Aww. said I have a big belly. And it, it was hard to know like how to respond because it was like, well, you know, like we well, does have a big belly, but but also like, I don't know, like who who fucking cares? Like, fuck that guy. <laughs> I, but I didn't know yeah. how to like. I, I did research on this because right. after this happened, I right. was like, actually it inspired me. I think I'm going to write a book, a kid's book, because there's not much out there. Good. Um, so, but I, one thing that I came across was, you know, if someone says like they called me fat or they said my mom was fat or whatever, it's to say, well, first of all, fat is not a bad word, but like I would say, well, yeah, I do have some fat. I mean, we all have fat. I might have a little more than other people or whoever you're comparing. Some people have more than me, but it's something that we have. And then to, to go, you know, fat serves us. It like surrounds our organs. And the cool thing about fat is that it's used like to, when you aren't eating, that's what's fueling your body. So like more fat means that honestly, like you're kind of strong, you know, you're going to go longer just to flip it and to be like, it's a thing that we have that serves us, which was kind of profound to me. Cause my first instinct was to be like, well, no, you know, or like, still to buy into that that's like a bad word or it's mean. I mean, even if it's meant in a mean spirited way, I still have so much to learn about this, but that I just, yeah, it's, I mean, the body's stuff is, it's so insane that we're all supposed to be held to the certain standard. We're all different. Yep. Yeah. We're all different. And you know what else? Uh, we've, been this way for generations yeah nothing's gonna change it i look at the women in my family and i have their body right it's been really fascinating i have a huge sweet tooth that has always been such a source of shame for me because i've linked it to my body and whatever and my son has eats like me Mm -hmm. i i became a vegetarian when i was like six He's wants nothing to do with meat. He craves sweets. He's like a sweet tooth fanatic. He wants bread and cheese and sugar. And he is like my kid and he eats a ton and he's always been, now this is where we differ on the like low end of body weight stuff for now. <laughs> right. Right. That's then, how I feel about my, one of my kids who's slim. Yeah. I'm we'll like, see. For now. Which is terrible. <laughs> I, I don't wish him to. No, no. <laughs> but my daughter who, my daughter eats just like my husband where she, she likes like meat and she likes, um, meat and like maybe a potato she'll eat vegetables she does she does not care maybe about sweets she she like she will take a bite of a cookie and leave it <gasps> she'll say she wants it sometimes and i know she doesn't and i'm like this is crazy but yeah. it's just like we arrived even in our taste buds as how we are yes. and there's nothing you can do about it i don't think i mean of course try to be healthy i guess but like also Give yourself a break. Yeah. Yeah. Let yourself yeah. have candy next to your bed. Okay. I do it all the time, except <laughs> that they steal bed. it. Yeah. I eat Do candy. you really? I thought, again, I thought you were doing a bit. No. I don't know why I'm all out of sorts. I really I think do. Everything, everyone I really do have, joke. like, if you go into my room if, or if he opened up those curtains, you would see, yeah. Just a mound of candy next to your bed? 
What is it? What, great. It's what, a mound of candy. What type of candy bed? are we talking about? Is that bad for your teeth oh, right candy. before bed? I'm going to brush them after. Oh. But I'm like, when watching TV. Oh. Eat a little candy. Oh. And you got, right now I have runts and some jelly beans. And yeah, it's not. Runts. My husband healthy. has a bowl of. Um, cookie dough ice cream yeah. every single night while we watch TV before bed. My, he's like thin and yeah. you know and I'm just like what? Mm-hmm. You know that's how I am with him and I'm, I it just it's just so telling. Like yeah. yeah, my grandpa was like that he could eat a, like a pint of ice cream every night mm-hmm. with you know Johnny Carson or whatever. Yeah. Slim guy. Yeah. Yeah, so. I always think if I stopped eating the candy at night, maybe then I could be a slim guy. <laughs> <laughs> a slim guy. We're all perfect. Yeah. We're all fine. Yeah. We're in the body we're supposed to yes, be. Yes, we are. I like that. Yeah. The, yeah. But it's hard it's hard to find that acceptance especially because when I mean uh when you have kids it changes your fucking body as much as you don't want it to. It yeah, does. Yeah, it does. I, I mean it become I mean before I had kids I had my kind of a, I had my girlish figure, Mm -hmm. but after I had kids, my body fucking transformed into all of the women in my family. Mm -hmm. We all have that body. Yeah. And I see it happen to other people too. They have their babies and then their body transforms. And it's hard not to be at peace with like this body made people, fed people, gives love and, you know, support yes and snuggles and you know is cozy for people it's but it's hard to let go to of like wanting to be that girlish yes uh, totally yeah 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 but hopefully we'll be the first generation that will lighten the load for our kids in some ways absolutely yeah yeah because at least we know Mm -hmm. not to be like i'm well, ugly some in front of, us of our do. kids again. Oh, right. I'm like, except for those ladies at the birthday party. Gosh, <laughs> I've snorted so many times. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone. I've Just snorted like laughing. three times into the microphone. It's all Elizabeth's fault. It's very funny. <sighs> well, um, Elizabeth. Uh, what would you like to tell everyone uh, to check out? Uh, maybe follow you on social media. I know that you yes. are a writer on a show that a lot of our listeners uh, oh will appreciate, hopefully. Mm, oh, that they listen to or what that they watch. Um, so yeah, I write on. I'm sorry, which uh, is I think coming. Uh, season one's on Netflix. Season two is on the True TV app, and I think it's coming to Netflix soon. And then, and I like to think of it as sort of like it's kind of like a Curb Your Enthusiasm Mom Edition in some ways. Yeah, yeah, it's a super fair. funny show. It's Andrea Savage, who is hilarious, and um, I I love the show. And it's you know it, she happens to be a mom, she happens to be married, she's in comedy. Um, but I think it's like one of the few really hysterical shows where she's not like, Oh, my husband yeah. or, you know, right. like there's, it's, it's very real life in many ways. So it really is. It's a great show. And if you haven't watched it, you should check it out. But when I went to interview for it, <laughs> cause her character is in comedy, has a podcast is, you know, a mom is a reverend. She whatever. has a podcast. She oh, mentions it. She mentions her it. Her name is Elizabeth one. Lame. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, show. I was during <laughs> the interview. I was like, 
if I don't get staffed on this, I'm going to walk into the ocean. It's over. <laughs> if this doesn't come together, I'm out. Um, so luckily it worked out. And then I also wrote on um, The Village, which is an NBC drama, which is airing right now. Oh, very cool. Um, What's it, it about? It's about... Uh, uh, a group of people who live in an apartment building in Brooklyn and they're all from all different walks of life. And there's like a war veteran and a pregnant teenager. And it's basically the family, you know, you create. Yeah. Oh, that's not, Oh, like as in it takes a village. Is that kind of, it takes a village and the apartment complex is called the village. And actually they shot the pilot. Um, and then, staffed the room and then I watched the pilot and then I texted the creator. I was like, this is crazy because the apartment complex looks exactly like my first apartment building in New York. And he was like, where is it? And I said, 11th street and blah, blah, blah. And unbeknownst to me, they had lost the first building. He flew to New York the next day off of my text. And so the, <gasps> the whole rest oh. of the season is shot in my it, on the exteriors are my building. Oh my God. And like my apartment was first floor front. So my, the window treatments I bought and put up are there in the show. So Isn't oh, that's so, so funny. It's so it's been very surreal. I mean, I, I love the show, but also watching those shots, I'm like, this is so weird. That's where I would like scream from my window. Cause I lived down the street from Webster hall and drunk oh. people would get into fights outside my window. And I'd scream like, I'm calling the cops or whatever. <laughs> um, so it's a really, it's a, it's a very heartfelt show and I recommend watching that. Yeah, awesome. Cool. So and check out the village. Check out. I'm sorry. But most importantly, my Instagram. Oh, great. What's your Instagram? That's where it all goes down. Whoa. That's where the magic happens. What's your Instagram? Um, it's at Elizabeth Lame, which is L-A-I-M-S and Mary E. <laughs> and um, that's where you'll see things like riveting content, Ooh. such as a picture of a tree if I like it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Oftentimes a photo of my husband doing something. Okay, so you, you got a little Amanda in you. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great stuff. That's about what my Instagram is. It's like, oh, look. Here's my kids on the couch, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if you like the show, subscribe, rate, and review it. Also, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Like our Facebook page. Join our Facebook group. Uh, send us your shit shows. And buy some merch. We've got super cool merch. And all of this information is in the description of this episode. Kaka. Copy with your shit show. 424-279-884. Copy with your shit show. 424-279-884. Copy with Elizabeth, you're doing a great job. Oh, thank you. And I'm not just saying that because we say it, although we do say it. (laughs) Um, But you really are honestly doing a great job. You're a busy lady, busy career. You're working hard at work. You're working hard. You know, (laughs) with your kids. It sounds like you've got, especially like... Your daughter is is tuned in. Yeah. She she sees you and that didn't happen by accident. Mm. Anyway, you're doing a great job. Thank you. 
And you're doing a great job, Amanda. Yeah, at my work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's just a phase. Ish. Yeah, no, thank you. I agree. I agree. I'll take it. (laughs) Betsy, you're doing a great job. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. So much candy is in our house right now. Yeah. Just put it by your bed. You'll work through it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've been working through it. (laughs) Why does my stomach hurt? Um, (laughs) You might find yourself in a crack den of chocolate or you know, realizing that you're not real cool to your kids or you (laughs) (laughs) or two out of three of you in your family are crying (laughs) in an ice cream store (laughs) at the mall. And you, uh, you are one of them. (laughs) Know that, you know what? You're doing a great job. Mm -hmm. My mommy drinks. Hey, it's Mia. Hey, it's Allie. And we host the Rom-Com Review Podcast, P.S. I Love Rom-Coms. Each week, we'll have incredible guests come and discuss a new rom-com, grand gestures, meet-cutes, and of course, that elusive chemistry. Mia, what are you doing holding that giant boombox over your head? I'm hoping to win over listeners with this grand gesture. Take us back! Find a new episode every week. And subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by Campfire Media. Wow, you're uh, still holding that boombox. Yeah, I've got great upper body strength. Thanks, CrossFit. P.S. I love rom-coms. I love rom-coms. Campfire.